episode number 32. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. I want to begin by thanking each of you who have contributed to my crowdfunding campaign. It is such a gift that you are giving me by helping me make this CD a reality. And I hope that the gift that you are going to receive from me because of the contribution you've made is going to be felt by you the same way. Last week, I was up to 34% of my goal, which meant I was able to start recording the first track of the album, which is called Morning. And so I went into the recording studio and then received some rough clips from the producer so that I could share them around. And what happened was I shared the first song on the album, which is Moda Ani for I Thank You. And what happened was just kind of amazing. People around Facebook started reacting, which I guess isn't so amazing. I mean, if people want to buy a CD, they're going to want to hear what they're going to buy before they buy it. So people heard this one clip, and I'd like to share with you some of their comments. They wrote, Please tell us more. I want the CD already. I love this, and this is coming from someone who is not a big fan of Jewish music. Stunning. Amazing. I would seriously buy this CD to relax. I'm trying so hard to get into meditation, and this is beautiful. Where can I buy it? I would love to play your CD while I'm in labor. It's hard to believe this is a rough clip. I can't imagine what the finished product will sound like. Wow. So here, let me play that clip for you. And remember, it's a rough clip and it hasn't been edited or balanced or mastered, but still I want to give you a taste. I am grateful. Just from sharing that one clip, by the end of last week, I nearly reached 50% of my goal, over 200 contributors. And I'm blown away. But of course, I'm still working very, very, very hard to complete this campaign. I have about 27 days left. And I still need to raise about $5,000 to be able to cover the cost of creating this album. My goal is to reach 60% by next week so that I can go in and start recording the second track, which is Noon. 
you know, some people were asking me, when is this CD going to be ready for purchase? And I responded like in big, you know, caps, now, now, now is the time to pre-order the CD in order for this CD to become a reality. So one of the people who pre-ordered the album is someone I've never met. He sent me an email immediately just after he made his contribution. His name is Shmuel, and he lives in Israel. And with his permission, he wrote this to me. Shira, I shared your campaign immediately with my family in Toronto. I live in Efrat, Israel. My sister is battling breast cancer, and I dedicated my donation in the merit of her refuah shlema, her complete healing. I sent a heartfelt email to my parents and siblings. If you're interested in reading it, I will send it to you. So this email touched my heart, and I responded to Shmuel, yes, please share your words with me. And this is what he wrote to his family. Please check out this campaign. I watched the promo video for this campaign and was immediately warmed by a feeling of healing that I needed to share with you. I made a modest $10 donation, plus administrative costs, to support the production of this CD. I will be receiving a digital file of the album as a gift for my donation and will share it with Minda. May this project for healing be another piece of strength as you move toward wellness and a complete healing. Love, Shmuel. So of course, I was moved to tears. And this is exactly what I was hoping my CD would be used for, for healing, for spiritual growth, for connection to prayer and connection to God. And because of the world we live in today, this man, Shmuel, who lives maybe two hours from me, somehow found out about my campaign, and now I'm connected to him and connected to his sister, Minda, in Canada. I am overwhelmed with feelings of love and connection and humility and grace. Shmuel, thank you so much for reaching out to me, and thank you for sharing your story with me. So before I share my story for the week, I would like to sponsor this episode If you are a regular listener to my podcast, you will know that I don't have paid advertising. I like to keep my episodes short and sweet and to the point. Yet, I would like to sponsor this episode in the merit for a refuah shlema, a complete and full healing mind, body, and spirit to your sister Shmuel, whose name is Minda. Her Hebrew name is Mindel Nachama Bat Penina Rifka Yoela. Minda, there are people all over the world who listen to this podcast, from North America to all over Europe, Africa, Asia, and even Australia. And I'm going to ask everyone who is listening to this podcast right now, in this moment, to take a stop. Please, just for one moment, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, close your eyes, take a deep breath. And when you exhale, please send your love and prayers for healing to Minda in Toronto. Thank you. Minda, I don't know you personally, and I don't know your personal situation, but I can tell you that I know how scary it can be to suddenly get ill. 
I share stories on this podcast, Minda, each week. They are stuck stories from my life, real personal stories, sometimes funny and sometimes very difficult. But the story I was planning to share today actually comes directly from my book, and it was about a time that I too got very sick and landed in the hospital. And I'm going to read it now, my dear listeners, to you. It's called Stuck On, Am I Going to Die? And before I continue, I should probably mention that a little bit of background of the story. Every summer, I travel to the United States to visit my family. And a couple of years ago, we traveled there. We were supposed to be there only for about two weeks. And about four days into the visit, actually, I was in synagogue when this happened, my stomach started hurting, but it wasn't like a regular, I don't know, you know, cramps or something like that. It felt like someone kicked me in the belly. And all of a sudden I was freezing and feeling terrible. And I took myself home and for the next 24 hours was seriously ill. And I tried my hardest to avoid going to the hospital because, of course, we were on traveler's insurance and I didn't know what it was going to cover and I figured it was probably nothing. Long story short, after 24 hours, I told my husband, take me to the hospital. I can't deal with the pain anymore. So um, I might cry, by the way, as I share the story because just it's difficult. Remembering this situation was very difficult. Okay. Stuck on, am I going to die? My prognosis was inconclusive. The doctors could not figure out the source of the infection. Would it come back? Why did this happen? Should we expect something more serious to happen at a later date? And while the doctors may have felt confident that the worst was behind me, I wasn't. So wait, I'm going to take a break before I continue reading the story. I have to mention, so what happened was... Uh, I had two abdominal surgeries because I had this infection and they tried to give me antibiotics and nothing was taking it away and my stomach was getting larger and larger and larger and there was really no choice. If I was going to live, I needed to have this, this surgery and the truth of the matter is I didn't even make that decision because at that point I was not even able to make a decision. So somebody, I'm assuming my family, my husband, my father, somebody made a choice to say, yes, go ahead and and start the surgery. And the story is after the surgery takes place. So what if this is the end of my life? What if I'm going to die in this hospital room? What about my kids? My husband? Sorry, this is hard. I whimpered while laying awake and alone in the cold hospital room. I was very, very stuck on anxiety. And then a visitor came, a rabbi friend. He said something to me that struck me more than any other visitor's words of comfort or prayer, and it caused me to take a stop. Speak to God, he suggested. He must have seen the confusion on my face because he repeated it. Really, just speak to God like you're having a conversation. Tell God your fears. Ask of God. 
But above all, just speak to God. Talk to God? In the ICU? Are you kidding? What should I say? I'm thinking to myself. Do I speak out loud? Or do I speak in my heart? And how much time should I take from God's precious time? Yikes, talking to God is something I've never done before. But I considered it might not be such a bad idea. So I did. I whispered to God in as loud a whisper as possible so God would hear me, but the nurses wouldn't. I didn't want anyone thinking that the painkillers were affecting my sanity. I'm feeling anxious. I need to know, has my time come? I asked through my tears. I need more time on this earth. I am not ready to die. I need to know. Answer me. But as I reflected on those statements, I realized I didn't really need to know the answer to those questions. In fact, I realized that no one has the answers to those questions. I considered how everyone, the doctors, the nurses, my family, were keeping me abreast of my status and my prognosis, even though the cause of the infection was still unknown, and today, by the way, is still unknown. And I considered I had little reason to feel anxious as there was a whole host of people looking out for me. I got stuck on anxiety, but that's okay. The suggestion to talk to God brought me to the present moment and helped me get unstuck. This is a very emotional episode for me. I don't usually go back and think about that situation, which was just a couple of years ago. But when I do, I read the story, or I even just think about that time. I was supposed to be in the United States for two weeks. I think I ended up being there for like, I don't know, almost two months or something like that, because I couldn't walk after those surgeries. And I I couldn't eat. I was on a feeding tube for two weeks. It was awful, just awful. You know, This CD that I'm creating is meant to be used not only for yoga and meditation, but also for personal prayer. I want to share with you now another short clip from the morning track. Remember, it's a rough clip. It's the third chant of the morning track, and it's called Ana. Ana in Hebrew means please. And when chanting Ana, it's an opportunity to ask of God or the universe, or whatever you want to call your higher power. It's an opportunity to make a request. Anna, 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 please, please, please. Whether it's strength, or confidence, or healing, or love, or direction, or guidance, whatever it is that you need, each of us has a personal relationship with that higher power, and so each of us can ask. We can make a request please. I'm going to play it now. If there is something that you are looking for in your life, please have that in mind as I play it now. Maybe even consider chanting with me as you hear these words enter your soul. Consider talking to God. Oh,
Can you imagine waking up each day with words of gratitude and praise and request on your lips? And the words of request are not coming necessarily from a place of selfishness, but rather from a place of knowing that you are not alone. It's coming from a place of faith and hope and love. Can you consider talking to God? Friends, I am up to nearly 50% of my goal. On the one hand, I am overflowing with gratitude from all of the support I have received. On the other hand, of course, I know I'm only halfway there. I still need to raise a lot of money to be able to contribute recording the next two tracks of noon and evening. Please, if you have yet to contribute to this campaign, please consider doing so. Just as Shmuel said, a modest $10 will go a long way for me if there's enough people contributing. And with your help, I will be able to bring this CD out into the world sooner rather than later. I'm going to put the link again to the campaign page in the show notes. Please, if you are even thinking about supporting my project, please contribute today. Please don't wait. Minda in Canada The listeners of this podcast are sending their love and their blessings for your complete healing, mind, body, and spirit. May it be so. And until next time, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.thestuckmethod.com.